Project, and I serve as the executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. We're on a mission of ending fatherless generations by preparing males for empowerment, entrepreneurship, enrollment, enlistment, and employment. Under the Under the Empowerment segment of our mission, we have launched a broadcast called In Called Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. Again, we have started a broadcast called Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. We're, we're going to be interviewing mothers or fathers or even joint couples who are actually raising sons. In some instances, they may be raising sons now they maybe have already raised their sons and so they have the opportunity to reflect on how did they prepare them for manhood or how did they have conversations about police brutality let's not forget george floyd and, and what kind of conversations did, did that take place within their we household? want to share what these parents these mothers these fathers have learned on their journey of raising sons so teaching boys and raising sons, everybody can get something out of it. It might be a leadership nugget. It might be something that you have been really wanting to hear other people's thoughts and opinions about it. Again, we are super excited for the opportunity under our mission of, and one of the components of our mission is empowerment. And so we are so excited to be able to offer these empowerment segments under our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. Let's get started. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, okay. So this is preparing um, sons for society. So these are kind of kind of questions about preparing your son um, for society because <clears throat> as we know when they transition to um, leaving the home, you know sometimes that safe net, um, that that safe home, that safe culture environment is a little bit different when they are not in the home or if they're just going back and forth to school. I'll say it that way. So um, in your opinion, first, let me ask, what are some barriers um, African-American boys face in society? Oh, barriers. They're age old. <laughs> um, I think one, it, because they're age old, I think just confidence in self is a big barrier. Identity. Um Again, those are areas that we have to kind of um, they have to kind of come to figure out on their own. Uh, we give we help with their identity and we tell them these things, but it really is just an inward belief, you know, or inward believing of who you are and that I can do these things. Um, other barriers besides identity. Um, In a sense, I would say um, for our sons, and I'm saying just the sons of um, black and brown color, I would say those barriers are, there are more than mainstream ways of 
being successful. You know, those not necessarily peer pressure, but um, pressures of going routes that seem to bring success when there when there are um, within us ways to um, achieve success that don't look like mainstream, if that makes sense at all. And I feel like that's a barrier to get past mm-hmm. um, when we have, um, and I don't want to just say social media, I want to say just examples of sports entertainment, those types of things that mm-hmm. seem to seem to bring immediate success. And I, I believe that's just a barrier that a lot of our sons have to get past. They don't have to go into that type of um, industry to um, be successful, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. No, it, it does. Cause it was, it was interesting. I was interviewing um, <clears throat> some African-American males and they talk heavily about typically our African-American boys and, and our boys of color see sports, entertain sports, athletics, basketball, baseball, football, um, NFL, NBA, and then they'll see mm-hmm. maybe musicians. Um, I won't call them my Jay-Z, you know, Snoop Dogg to whomever, but they don't necessarily see make the equivalency between success and personal fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Really making sure that you might go in this route, but there's nothing wrong with being an educator or a firefighter or, or a lawyer. Can I is that kind of what you're saying in terms of really seeing a broad scope of what success looks like beyond just sports and entertainment? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's it. Um, and because, I mean, I solely believe if we, you know, if we find out what our children's gifts are early on and they usually come up, it hasn't failed us yet. I mean, with all our children that it usually comes up around five or six years old who they are and what they do really well. And that's been something my husband and I have sought to, to um, identify in all our children and then remind them. So, like I said, you know, Caleb, um, when he started out, you know, he wanted to be a cowboy and that's what a five or six year old would identify with, you know, earth, agriculture and animals, you know, and then now it's, you know, grown to agriculture he likes business and he likes music and he likes all these things, but we're like still incorporate agriculture, which you can, you know? Um, so he's looking at agribusiness, <laughs> you know, it's, it's grown. I mean, and it's a big industry and we're and but still that music part that he's used. And I'll use that as an example because that music that he started making in the seventh grade um, helped him identify with other boys like him and helped him to fit in. And so now music is a big, big thing in his life. I mean, he's produced several albums on his own and just recently one that um, he put out on his 18th birthday in December. So, you know, it's like, it's something that he really loves. It's a passion, but, you know, I tell him, don't forget, you know, what we identified when you were younger, um, even though I feel like he's going to go really strongly towards music production. Cause that's just, you get so much encur- encouragement in the media and with friends or, you know, and that you feel so good about it and successful when the thing that um, where you may find fulfillment might take a little more work, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> just a little more work. Um, 
So just keep we're just keeping we're just we just keep encouraging him um, to just remember, you know, where you began, what you started with. So. So, let, so let's go with, um, you've been talking about, you know, his career pathway and really following his passion. Let me go back into the classroom itself. So okay. this is before here we're in, a, we're in a global pandemic. So this is before COVID, <laughs> if we can think about pre-COVID. Um, what were some of those supports um, that were met inside of an academic environment for your son? Um. And I will say that um, academically, he's been prepared to take advanced uh, class, you know, just, well, I will say homeschooling to begin with. With homeschooling, we were able to um, introduce all types of curriculum. And um, we, again, we were able to have, take the time to recognize where they were academically and what their strengths were, what their weaknesses were. And we were able to kind of feed them (laughs) that appetite that that they needed academically. So, um, uh, and just give them opportunities to read all day long. (laughs) Um, Really, really, that's a big thing. And I know one thing they said before they started school, and this was, this is pre-COVID, they had more time to read. And when a child has time to read, they can read subjects and um, read about ideas that interest them, you know, and you don't put a cap on it and you just they keep learning and learning and learning. But once school started, one thing I remember my son saying was, I don't have as much time to read anymore, oh, you know, so I know it was pretty interesting. Um, and that was very pre-COVID. Um, and when I noticed um, they weren't reading anymore, it it was a little bit more stressful, I think, just trying to keep up with just schedules and things. And um, we always felt like um, our preparation was to make sure that they all that they were placed in advanced placement classes, you know, because it gave that five point cushion, you know, even if you don't do so well, you still can up your grade, that kind of thing. That was our, our, um, belief. Um, that was a preparation course, um, tutoring and Kumon or (laughs) anything else, you know, that was available pre COVID. Um, yeah, (laughs) that's a good question. It it is a good question. I'll probably think of some, something else a little bit later. (laughs) 
Well, but I, I like how they received a, a really a solid foundation through homeschooling mm-hmm. and really, um, really created that thirst and that desire to want to read. And then one thing we've learned about boys in research, if they're actually reading something that they enjoy, it's like, you know, because most males, again, based on research, really like nonfiction. I'm not saying that's what cable not, but a lot mm-hmm. of times within schools, we read fiction. So that's geared toward the female, but males like nonfiction, concrete, mm-hmm. things they can relate to. And so I love how you all were able at, its, at really at that infancy stages of education, really building it into them a solid foundation of wanting to read. Coke, Coke. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. As you were talking, I, I said I would probably think of something else. It's really true. He would read series of books, just the mm-hmm. whole, you know, from beginning to end, beginning to end, and series after series after series. And yeah, it's true. Um, wow, I didn't know that. That's a good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good to know. watching. My name is Shamika Smith. I again serve as the executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. And again, thank you so much for taking this time to hear a tidbit, a word of wisdom, a leadership nugget from our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. If you want to know more about our organization, please take the opportunity to visit our website at www.brotherhoodofexcellenceacademy.org. Again, that's www.brotherhoodofexcellenceacademy.org. And also, if you're looking to donate to a 501c3 organization, please consider the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. We are truly on a mission of ending fatherless generations by preparing males for empowerment, enrollment, entrepreneurship, enlistment, and employment. Join us on this journey. Thank you again so much for watching our broadcast. We'll see you next time.